0: what's going on everybody it's your boy trainer greg mcbride aka mr more the muscle the dad bod destroyer and the title of today's episode is the four stages of achieving goals now we all have goals that we set whether they're very intentional or you know they just happen but in the new year, everybody gets all their kick about these New Year's resolutions and New Year, New Me and all this other garbage. I don't want to call it garbage. It's important. You need to get into that because it helps kind of refresh, refocus and keep you on your goals. But if you're never, ever achieving your goals, what's the point of every year saying I'm going to do something and never get it done? So I want to talk to you guys about the breakdown There's four different stages that you have to go through to get to the point where you developed enough information, skills, and all the necessary tools to actually finish and achieve said goals. So join me as we go through these four stages and we'll start with it. First, desire. It starts with desire and it ends with action. It starts with desire and ends with action. Achieving goals is an act. You can't just wish these things to happen. But that's where it starts. And that's the desire portion. I think this is very interesting. One of the key factors in our desires, our motivation comes from dopamine. And I know about dopamine. I've learned about it in school. You hear it all the time. It's one of those big, more popular phrases, catchphrases, you know, the dopamine. Everyone wants to talk about how important the brain is because it is. But I didn't know that before 1958, we had no idea about dopamine. It's a more recent discovery that was uh, discovered by Swedish scientists again in 1958. So this is fairly new uh, research, fairly new information to the public about how important this chemical in our bodies is. So how does dopamine affect us? It's often been called the, the seeking uh, hormone. What does that mean, the seeking hormone? It, it drives you to want to go, to get something, to get more of something. That's why it's tied in very tightly to motivation. It helps uh, elevate your mood. It boosts motivation, attention, and through that, you know, it's often tied with what we want and our desires, It's very easy to get this focused solely on sexual things, but it's in all aspects of life. So remember that dopamine is the seeking, seeking hormone. It makes us want desire. And that's where everything starts. If you're going to make goals and you're going to make goals, if you're not, don't listen to this. That's what this is about. If you're listening to this, you're all about making goals. So let's stick to that. So if you want to make your goals, first, you have to make sure it's worthwhile. If it's not something you strongly desire, something you really want, you're going to fall apart later. It just happens. You're not going to be able to stay focused because you don't really care about it that much. So find something that you truly care about, something that you want to see happen. It has to be um, reasons behind that, too. That's all about desire. When you have that motivating force, say, hey, I want this. I want to be the best at something. I want to achieve X, Y, Z because I have these people counting on me. I have friends, family. I got bills to pay. That's enough. That, that, that's enough for a lot of reasons. Uh, people are stuck in all kinds of jobs because they got bills to pay. But when you have desire, that burning feeling inside of you that makes you want to do something, you can get it done. So you start with desire. One uh, very easy example of how this dopamine works have you ever heard of a dopamine loop well this dopamine loop is kind of how i just want to make sure i make it clear dopamine is not a response to a certain feeling or response to an action dopamine comes before and i think that's pretty cool we get dopamine in anticipation of something that's about to happen So when you wish for something, uh, you've been around, you've been setting the mood, you got the flower petals on the ground, bath water, bubbles all set, bottle of champagne, dopamine's getting released right now. You know, hey, you're anticipating what's about to come. So that's where the dopamine works. And a lot of us, and I am definitely talking to myself when I say this, get caught up in this dopamine loop when the doom scrolling. I don't call it doom scrolling because I... Because I want to feel better about myself, but when I go through it, I'm just scrolling through on my social media. There's a movement attached to it, so we got a, a physical habit that's put in there. Just up, oh, something new, something new. I like this. Just knowing that every time we do this, the dopamine's released in anticipation that that next thing that we look at, that next thing we see is going to be something that's going to make us feel good, something that we're going to enjoy. That's why it's hard to shut that off. But on the flip side, you can use that to empower you to do the things you want to do, the things you need to do, because you anticipate, hey, if I do this, I'm going to get these results. If I wake up on time, I'm going to get to work. That's going to start my day off well. I won't be behind schedule. I'm going to get a good breakfast. I'm going to be prepared when I get to where I need to be. And all those things are releasing that... Dopamine is say, hey, the next thing is going to be even better. And you can start off those wins, small steps all along the way. That's the desire portion. So if you have that desire portion, then we'll transition toward what is that desire towards? What is the goal? Now, there's two parts to a goal. There's two types of goal. There is the, i say, uh, the lesser and the higher, level one and level two. Now, level one goals are things that Well, unless you just wish or you want to have happen that, hey, either they happen or they don't happen. Like, I want to have my nice birthday party. I want to make it to this. uh, No, let's change it. I want to make it to this event. I want to make it to this concert. If it happens, great. But, hey, if I don't get an invite, oh, well. Now, the level two is something that requires you to actively pursue it now if you don't have to actively pursue it i technically don't consider the first one much of a goal it's more of a wish but level two is what we're going to focus on something that you have to actively pursue so you need to be able to set up these goals um, and when it comes to achieving these goals more often than not they're hard because we have a habit that needs to be instilled it's not out of the blue hey i have everything i need there is often a behavioral change. If you don't have to do any kind of change, then you should already be able to accomplish or you already have accomplished that goal. So that's why it's always so hard. That's why people struggle so much because when you want to achieve new goals, when you set new um, markers and standards, there is something that has to change within you and you have to know how to do that. So the first step in these goals that you have is understanding that You have to probably acquire new skills, uh, more knowledge, and develop new habits to go along with this goal that you're focusing on. So there's the two sides to it. And I love this phrase. And I got so deep into it just researching and looking at different things. But they say where there's a will, there's a way. So corny, so oversaid. But where there's a will, there's a way. What's the will? what we just got done talking about. Your desire. There's the will. Something that's important to you, something you really want to accomplish. There's your will. Now, the way is what I just spoke about now, later. The, the ability, the acquiring of new skills, knowledge, and then developing new behavioral habits. Will and a way. Those together, you're moving towards a goal. I'm not going to get too deep in a lot of this. I say that often, but there's so much that goes into it. I want you to see the, the, the whole picture, the gross, gross image of what it looks like to go through these four stages, desire and to the goals. And now what we all start or hopefully get to is the planning phase. Everything's been a wish. Everything's been a, hey, I want this done, but we don't know how to accomplish it. We haven't talked about that yet. You have to lay out steps. You have to have a plan. So what does that plan look like? One, we got SMART goals. If you haven't heard of SMART goals, just Google it. I'm not going to go into it. But there is a thing that I saw recently I thought was pretty cool. Probably not new, but I haven't seen it before. So it was new to me. And it was SMARTer goals. Yay, SMARTer goals. Who wouldn't want SMARTer goals? It's really catchy, clever to put the E-R at the end. And of course, it has a meaning. And the E in SMARTer goals is ethical or to evaluate so you have your goals and you want to look at what this goal is is it something that lines up with your values is it ethical is it something that is going to really be beneficial to you as a whole person not just to accomplish a goal but is it does it fall under the umbrella of your life your purpose and your values and that is very important to me that is I never knew I did this anyway i always focus on my goals as being under my umbrella of what I say my life's purpose is. If it doesn't fit under my purpose, it shouldn't be one of my goals. And I want, I encourage you to do the same thing. And then the R, rewarding. I can guarantee you, if you feel that it is rewarding, whatever you do in life, you will do it well. If it's something that fills you up, as you're filling up other people doing the things that you find important, that you're passionate about, you're going to do well. Anyone who's really successful will tell you the same thing. They have a passion for what they do. That does not mean they love everything about what they do, but they have a passion that allows them to still drive hard and work towards it, being great, being excellent. So you have the desire, you have the will and the way, the desire and the goal. And you're working on acquiring that. Now you're setting up a plan. I also looked at how I do my goals. So very easy. Anyone who's ever been in any kind of sales job does this. They reverse engineer their goals. I need to sell 200 um, items in this product line. So you know that you close Anyone you talk to at about a rate, let's say 5%. Very easy to do. Now, let's do 10%. 10, now, you're going to be a better salesman than that. You can close at least 10%, right? Otherwise, you're probably getting fired if you're not doing probably 20%. But let's just say for this instance, one out of every 10 people, you close. And if you need to sell, or let's say you got an average sale of five items per close. That's good. That helps. And you got to get to 200 all you do is the simple math and figure out exactly what you need to do. And you know, you can get people to talk to you after doing X calls. So you need to make 100 calls to get 50 people and you need to, and you'll end up closing five of them. Is that going to get you enough? No, but that gets you close. That's what an eighth of the way there. So multiply that by eight and you'll get to where you need to be. Forgive me if my math is wrong. I just tried to do that at the top of my head. Hopefully it's right. I think I'm pretty quick with math. But regardless, that's what I do. You start with the reverse engineering. You have the plan. You have the goal. You know this is what you need to do. You need to break it down week by week, step by step, day by day, and then break it down into what I call the habits and practices. Because every day there's something you should be doing. Every day. And those are the small things. The continual small things going to add up to the big thing. That's why you reverse engineer it. Because um, the best laid plans mean nothing. Nothing. Do you get punched in the mouth, right? Mike Tyson said that, I believe. So now what is it? The action. Make all the plans you want, but if you don't ever make action, nothing's going to happen. So let's talk about action. How do you start the act of completing these goals? Because if you look at everything from a really big macro setting, it can be overwhelming. You may freeze. You may not know where to start. That's where the planning comes into play. But you have to be able to do something and continually do something at a higher level each time. One of the things that I use, for instance, I talked about waking up in the morning and get going. When I wake up, my alarm goes off. How many of you guys hit the snooze button? How many times you hit the snooze button? How many alarms do you have set? Do you think that makes it easier for you to be more successful and do the things you say you're going to do as the day goes on? I'm going to argue no. One, I know for fact, science, 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 for fact, that when you hit the snooze button, you're not going to get back into deep sleep. So all you have done is ruin your sleep cycle. And now you're laying there going halfway back to sleep, waking up partially recharged. Your your body doesn't know how how to handle that. So now you're groggy, you're irritated, you're moody. All you want is coffee. Nobody talks to you. You've just set yourself up to not be your best, not be at an optimal operating level. So when I hear my alarm go off, first I silence it really quick because I wake up too early. My wife still sleeps. I give myself five seconds. I count to five. And if I count to five and I don't have my feet on the floor, there's a problem. I'll crack my back, stretch. Thank you, Lord. I'm awake. Swing my feet out and try and touch the floor right away. Because once my feet touch the floor, I'm not putting them back under the blankets. I'm cold. I'm irritated. I want to get up and put on some clothes and go about my day. But I know when I do that, I'm winning. And what happens when I win? I'm anticipating the next win. And what did I do already? I'm releasing endorphins. Endorphins. (laughs) I said the wrong word. I'm releasing dopamine. And we talked about that earlier. Dopamine is an anticipation of what to go. I'm anticipating more wins. I'm like, yep, we up, let's go. Now, endorphins come in on the other side where you're getting that and it keeps you going on with it. But we're talking about dopamine. So, there's a very popular research that was done in what year was that, 2015? Uh, Harvard research, where they took five groups, a group, five different groups of students. I think they had like a 200 plus um, body of subjects in this study. Where they gave them different requirements for how they were to go about some goals. Group one. I'm going to read this off so I make sure I say it correctly. Group one. They had no goals, no plan. The way a lot of people live, willy-nilly throwing darts in the dark and blindfolded. Two. They probably even throwing darts. (laughs) Group two. Had a goal but no plan Now that's more or less th- in the dark With the blindfold First group is just sitting on her butt They don't know what to do They have nothing to do Group 3 Clear goals and a plan That's it You think what else do you need We'll get to that From no goal no plan Goal no plan To clear goals And a plan. Sounds like you got it. You're ready to go. But let's listen to these other two groups. Group four had goals. They had a plan. But they also had accountability. Accountability is key. How many coaches are out there in the world? How many managers, bosses? How many teammates? It matters. It really matters. But they took it one step further. And I apply this principle without even knowing about this to my coaching. We have, we make clear goals. We make plans. We have accountability. But the one thing that took the fifth group above and beyond is a weekly check-in. Ain't that funny? Anyone that's trained with me no, I preach weekly check-ins. What does that do above a regular accountability? So what the other group did for as far as accountability is they told a close friend That they trust what they were going to do. So that's all they considered in the accountability portion. Like hey posting on Facebook or having a a group me or whatever uh, chat thing you may have with a few trusted close friends. Your inner circle. We'll say your inner circle. That's the accountability. But having a weekly meeting. That's what took them to the next level. Those groups were the ones who were way higher as far as completing their goals. And that's all I wanted to say, guys. We have a four-stage process that we need to go through. It isn't just being like group three, goal, plan. Hey, I'm set. I'm going to accomplish it. Nah, because it doesn't even work that way. You have to first start with a desire to do something. Something that's important to you, that fits within your values, and you may have passion towards, or responsibility, a duty. That's what starts with desire. Then the goal fine-tune it. Clean it up. Polish it off. Figure out exactly what it is that means and what what you are trying to do. Once you get that, what are the steps to accomplish it? Make a plan. Make a plan and make sure your plan makes sense for you. Don't make smart goals. Make smarter goals. Evaluate again. Value. Purpose. And then make sure you have a reward. Something that fuels you. Something that you're passionate about. I can guarantee you when you put those two pieces in there as well, You're going to have a highly, highly more effective chance of reaching those goals. And finally, take action. Take action. You can't accomplish a goal without action. So I love saying so. I'm going to finish it right there, guys. Um, That's how I want to wrap this up. You have to be intentional about the things you're doing. So in 2024, I hope you've taken that time to plan out your goals And you're ready to put them in action if you haven't already started as we wrap this up if you find stuff here that you thought man that's awesome that's a great point take notes on this come back to it and apply it guys don't just listen just to listen apply some of the things that you hear here share them with your friends you got some other person there's your group start your accountability and seriously do some weekly check-ins I've had coaches in the past. It's great. Yes, we did our weekly check-ins. I have clients. Yes, we do our weekly check-ins. So share this with someone who would agree with you, someone who may resonate with this, and make sure we all are striving to be our best and enhancing our lives and living as optimally as possible. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll catch you next time. Again, it's your boy, Trainer Greg McBride, a.k.a. Mr. More Than Muscle, the dad bod destroyer. And you know what it is. Be more than muscle. Catch you next time.